All right, hello listeners. Welcome back to Get Inspired and Innovate. Stephanie and I, we've got a great show prepared for you today. We're going to talk about getting your game on and how to get your game on in the classroom and engage your students in the learning. So, Stephanie, gamification, uh, I know that's one of your uh, one of your areas of expertise and one of your passions. So, uh, how are you engaging students in, in the learning using gamification? I love gamification. Um, I first kind of started, though, with game-based learning, which I kind of think there is a difference. So, I started out really simple, um, just adding a couple games to my classroom a couple days a week. Um, it wasn't every day. And then I would see how excited the students were. And so I kind of added more of that gamification piece into my um, classroom. But then after I really fell in love with gamification, I left the classroom. And so now I don't have a classroom to gamify and play with. Um, so now I have to use other teachers' classrooms to kind of allow this passion to continue. Um, and one of the biggest areas that we have issues with is tracking the gamification over a long period of time. That game-based learning, it's quick, it's one game, you don't need to track it over a long period of time. But, um, so that can be really difficult. We tried Google Sheets and it was just kind of a mess. And my teachers are like, I can't keep up with this. So we're just trying to figure out how to best do that. What about you, Lance? So yeah, so I started with gamification probably the analog way. Uh, we had, when, when I taught high school math, we had these bingo boards and they would have like just numbers on it. It wasn't bingo, but we would do like algebraic equations and the kids would have to solve them. And then they would use bingo chips to try to get, you know, bingo first out of it by using math equations. Uh, and the kids loved it so much that they actually started to come up with their own equations uh, to use. So they would build equations. I give them, I give them like a, a list of numbers and they would build their own equations then and, and they would lead those centers for me. So kids would come around, they get their bingo cards and, you know, the first one that would win, you know, um, they'd say bingo, they get a free homework pass, something like that. But the kids really jumped in and really enjoyed that. So I started with analog. Uh, there's a couple other tools that, that I'd use in the past. And like you said, tracking has always been one of my hard things to do. And then displaying that data after you track it. Uh, on a, one of our future episodes, there's uh, some, some things I'd like to talk about of how to display that and how to track that. But we got so many things we're going to cover today. We'll just jump right into it. All right, so that brings us to our expert today. We've got Adam Geeson all the way from Troy, Illinois. He was a Google Certified Innovator Class LAX18. He's also a Google Certified Trainer, and he is a tech integration coach. Adam, welcome to the show. Hey, it's actually Geeson. Geeson. Did I say it wrong? You did, After yeah. I practiced it? Yeah. My no, bad. That's all right. I didn't want you. We, do you edit I, these? <laughs> I do it. Okay, so that's okay. We're I don't want to terrible interrupting you, but then I'm like, eh. we're not editing because that is minus ten points, Lance. <laughs> minus. Okay, so we're gonna start tracking all these movies, Stephanie. Oh no, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have a great place for you to be able to keep track of all of these points and stuff. Oh, do you? No, yeah. That's what we're talking. All right. About. There you go. So, so Adam, uh, since since you're kind of the expert in the lead in gamification. Or as far as I know, it can enlighten us on, on what you're seeing uh, across the U.S. right now and your project and, and how you're working with that. Well, gamification um, is a lot like Stephanie. I uh, sort of discovered it in, like just after leaving the classroom. Um, and, and it's really kind of become this sweeping trend. And I don't, I don't want to call it a trend or a fad, 
but it's just a different way of looking at education that I think is people are sort of fascinated by because it's fun. Like in its at its core, it's like enjoyment, which is one of those things that sometimes gets lost in a school setting. Uh, and so there are people who are starting to sort of become I don't know the the spokesman for uh, gamification in the classroom, like Michael Matera. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Michael mm -hmm. and his book Explore Like a Pirate's awesome. Carrie Bockham is really big into it. John Meehan just put a book out that's all about gamifying in the classroom, and I think that that's it's starting to pick up. And there's uh, you know there's studies, there's evidence that says students uh, do better in a game situation, even if the content is sort of the same. Um, and I think that that was something that sort of inspired me. Um, you know, when I, when I applied for the Innovator Academy, I had some ideas of what my topic was going to be, um, but I wanted it to be something fun. Like, I figure if I'm going to be spending a year on this topic, it better be something like I truly enjoy. And I know that some people do like get into data and get into, you know, some of those things. And I'm like, I don't know, I, I want to play games for like a year. And so that's kind of what I did. Um, so the whole project is based on the idea, just like you guys just said, games are awesome to have in the classroom. Kids are clearly engaged by them, but they're so hard to track and, and really develop unless you have um, some, some background knowledge, like you said, in sheets or being able to you know, keep track of, of data and stats like that. If you've got some way to build websites, if you got, you know, I mean, if you have that background knowledge, then it's kind of easy. If you're really creative and can build awesome billboards and things like that, um, but not everybody has those skills, but lots of people want to be able to incorporate uh, gamification in the classroom. And so that's what I ended up doing. My project is to build an application for teachers to use to do all this stuff, to be able to track games, to be able to give kids badges and items and ranks and all sorts of cool stuff, challenges and things like that. Um, and then the kids would be able to see all that information and have leaderboards and, and all of it is in a kind of a cool one size fits all location, um, which is which is sort of what I built. Uh, and so the application is called Gameably, G-A-M-A-B-L-Y.com. Um, and the name is pretty clear. It's a game and then people are able to play a game. So Gameably, it makes sense. Um, I had a lot of other really terrible names and that one luckily ended up being the, one of them was game of fried at one point because i was like let's make it fun so like icon was like french fries it was like everything's game of fried and that lasted about three days <laughs> but anyway back to the point um that sort of the, the the whole crux of the project was to build an application and i'm i'm a former english teacher so i don't i didn't have like a background in computer science or anything like that like three years ago i decided i needed to start learning how to code and so I just sort of dove into some free stuff and that just blossomed into, ooh, I'll build this and I'll build this. And now, now that's kind of what I do. I build these applications for our school district and other school districts. And this is like my pet project. Um, so I'm pretty excited about it. You guys are like the first people that I'm talking in public to about like launching this thing for real. Uh, and so I'm excited that you gave me the opportunity to talk about it. But uh, anyway, that's what we're talking about. Well, I completely agree with you because when I was teaching um, before gamification, I was bored. And so when I brought it in, I was like so excited and like the excitement from my kids and I, I'm not competitive at all, am I Lance? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> and so like, I just loved it. And so um, there's a game that you can play that's like whole brain teaching where it's like you versus the students to help with like behavior management. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of started with that and I was very competitive. So I'm like, okay, you gotta let the kids win sometimes. <laughs> Back <laughs> off just a touch. But they love when you play teacher versus student too. Uh -huh. um, they really just get a kick out of that. 
Yeah, and I, I, I'm going to give Stephanie kudos. So when we were in Sydney at Sydney 19, uh, she did have probably the uh, highest attended session there. And, and I think she may have got a little prize for it even uh, with her her gamification she did with Google Forms, her clue game. Uh, so I'm going I'm to give her a little kudos there. Stephanie, what did you get for, for doing that? I don't remember. A nice Google Home. A nice Google Home, yeah, yeah. It has, little, pictures, little. Of, nice. it has pictures of AJ on it right now. I wouldn't have thought that, <laughs> I wouldn't have thought that at all. But you, but you know, Adam, that, that, that brings me to a, to a good point. You know, I'm, I'm a gamer. Uh, me and my daughter, we play RPGs and things together all the time. And we're currently about 100 hours into a game called Dragon Quest. Uh, and, and we've got to the boss at the end, and we keep dying. But one thing that, yeah, we do, it, it is, and, and you know, but, but one thing that we know is every time that we die, we get more information on why we're dying, where we're messing up, and what to change, you know, in trial and error uh, for the next attempt. Uh, right. So we're, we're about to hit attempt, I think, number five next, and, and she and I have, have mapped out a plan of what we're going to do uh, to, to try to beat the, the boss here at the end. Right. And, and I feel like the classroom needs to be more like that, because when I went to school, it was... You screwed up on this. You failed. You get your F, and now we're moving on to the next topic. Right. But it does. It doesn't have to be that way. Uh, and and we see that you know this game-based learning actually motivates students because I failed now four or five times, but I'm ready to go back and try again. Uh, and if we can take that to the classroom where it's okay for the students to fail, and then want to come back and be motivated. All right, I messed up this way last time, but I'm going to do better this time because I've got experience now. And I think that's the big part of it. I think what you, you know, the ability to respawn is something that I think we all just wish we could do, you know, whenever we wanted to. And I, and I, I'm not as much a gamer today, but obviously, you know, like when the Nintendo came out back when I was, I would love to say not born yet, but that's not the case. Uh, but we, I, Zelda was like my favorite game ever. And I think what I loved about it so much was that the world was just there. And you, you had to decide where to go. It wasn't like Mario Brothers where you're on a clear path and the screen is moving and you have to continue you know, on that path. It was like, you make the decision. And I think that that, is, that adds a lot too, um, to this idea of, well, I'll just go try this. I'll go over here and explore this area. And if it doesn't work, well, it doesn't work and I can move on to something different. Kind of like that, you know, what you're talking about. If, if you don't get 100% on the quiz the first time, all right, we'll just try again. And, and until you, you get that stuff figured out and you learn it, um, you know, you're not going to be able to, to master that. And I think that was what was kind of cool about that idea was that you could go to level nine right off the bat if you wanted to in Zelda, but you're not going to be able to beat it because you got to do these 12 other things, you know, first uh, before you can get there. And I think that that's kind of where this whole gamified classroom idea sort of fits in. You're able to sort of scaffold the class setup in that same way. Um, the idea of like side quests, kids can go on their own path and try something totally different on their own. You're not teaching them how to do anything. You're like, here, show me that you know something about castles and then they can do whatever they want they could like create a podcast or they can do a website or they can make a video or whatever and they're learning and they're expressing themselves in their own way and it's not connected to grades and i think that's another big part of it is that we don't always have to associate all this learning and this practice and all this stuff with grades and you know with with all the data it can just be something that they do and then they get an item for it and maybe the item is something as simple one of my favorites was michael matera was talking about some of his favorite items and one of them was this cat item and like kids just can kind of play items in the game when they're when they're doing it 
And that cat item meant that everybody else in the class had to say the word meow at the end of all of their sentences. Like <laughs> that was the, like he earned that for like, I don't know, you know, building some sort of popsicle stick hut or something like that. And that, and that's everybody for the day had to say meow at the end of their sentence. Like that's the idea. I can go ahead and tell you that my wife would love that one. Her favorite movie is Super Troopers. <laughs> Super, I was just thinking uh, that yeah, same thing. Yeah, and, and Stephanie, uh, I'm sure you have never seen Super Troopers, but uh, not, but I love Grumpy Cat. Also well, works. You, yeah, you should you should go and, and find Super Troopers and watch it. Right, meow. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well done. Uh, but like that's the kind of stuff. It can be fun. It can be simple, and kids can be rewarded for doing things. And it doesn't always have to be grade based. I think that's that's kind of the key of gamification, and, and that's what I I wanted to be able to bring that to more teachers. So um, that was sort of my motivation with the with the project. Yeah, and I love how gamification allows students to have fear, and they can get away from that fear. Um, they're not afraid of failing and trying different things. And also I really like what, um, I think it's Michael Matera. He talks about like how gamification hits all the different personalities. Right. And I think that's huge because how many times in education can you hit all the personalities? Not very often, you know, but gamification allows you to get that social student that wants to talk, the competitive student, the killer, you know, right. all those different personalities that love um, games. And I mean, they might not like every single game, but you're able to provide different opportunities for them to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the key. Uh, and that's part of why I think it's becoming so popular for teachers too, uh, because some teachers, it fits their personality better than, you know, the stand-up lecture or, you know, whatever the other teaching style. This is something new and cool for them too. Like you said, you were bored um, teaching before gamification. I think this allows teachers to be creative which is sometimes hard for us to do in the classroom. We don't really get the opportunity to come up and make up our own things. Um, and this is a perfect opportunity for that. And again, not necessarily associated with, uh, with grades and things like that, but the content is still there. The curriculum is still there. It's just got this sort of overall umbrella of a fun game that we're playing. Um, and I think that's kind of the key. Yeah, and so listeners, what Adam kind of did is he took this website and took out the difficult piece of under, understanding Google spreadsheets and creating a website and he did that all for you. And so it's really cool, his website. I fell in love with it. I gave it to one of my teachers that tried Google Sheets last year and kind of failed. Um, mm -hmm. And I was like, you have to try this. Um, so definitely check out the website. Yeah, so it's, it's all free and I'm hoping to keep it that way. Um, I'm, I've built it all just sort of using JavaScript and HTML and uh, the Firebase database system, which is Google's um, also their system, which is like really cheap but I'm trying to keep it all free. Um, but the idea is, uh, you know, you can go on, create an account um, as a teacher, as of above 13, students don't have accounts in it. They're, there's no student information that's collected or anything like that. Um, you get, you put the students in there, you can put just first names and then they get a little password and a login information. Um, it's set up very similar to like code.org where you get a class code and then the kid picks their icon and then they put their password in. Um, that, you know, again, no personal information is saved. So I'm trying to follow all those rules as well. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then once you get in, you create a world, you can create badges, you put inhabitants in that world, and then you can play your game um, as little or as much as you want to in there. And, and there's a lot of, uh, of kind of cool features that hopefully will continue to grow as I get more time to build it. Uh, but I had sort of a working piece in progress because it was obviously inspired by the people like Mike Matera and like Carrie Bachum and, the, and those people. And I got to meet them both at a conference not that long ago. 
And so I'm like, hey, would you guys mind like 20 minutes, sit down and let me show you this? And so I showed it to them and they're like, hey, that looks great. I needed to do this. I needed to do this. I needed to do that. And so then I started over and kind of rebuilt it all, but following exactly what they kind of like wanted in their classroom. And, and I love what it turned into because it's 10 million times better than what it was. And that's part of why, um, you know, it's, it, it's still growing. But, uh, and the launch took me two years, which that's okay. I'm all right with that. But, uh, but it's happening. It's all, uh, it's all coming together now. Thanks to them and thanks to people like you guys who are trying it out. All right, so we're gonna go to our next section, which is the meme and quote section. So what meme or quote did you bring, Adam, for this week? Well, again, I've said his name like 12 times. I kind of have a man crush on him, but I, I had to pick one from Matera. Um, his book, um, Explore Like a Pirate, is sort of a good, like a guidebook for putting together a gamified class. And he in there says that exploration, and I kind of look at it as learning, is like curiosity put into action. And I think that sometimes is a, is a big thing that's missing from the classroom is that um, kids aren't always curious. They, here's the information they have to do and they take the quiz and they move on from it, but they're not necessarily learning because they want to. And I think that exploration, um, you know, and, and, and the gamification sort of brings that element of um, them wanting to do something on their own and not because they have to or because of grades associated with it. And I think that that's a big part of it uh, and why it's so successful. So that was kind of my quote. Yeah, so I curiosity in action. So I brought a meme this week. It's from Toy Story 1, right, Lance? Very good, very good, uh, yes. Um, 10 points for me. And it says, just imagine student-centered learning. And I just love this because um, Woody looks really confused. And it's like, just imagine if you do gamification, it will all work out and kids will be so excited for your class. <laughs> There you go. And then mine that I've got this week, it says having a user engagement problem and it says gamification. So, you know, we've, we've got students. I, I really have never met a student that doesn't like playing games on some level, whether it's a board game, a card game, a video game, something. We can find a way to engage these users using gamification if we'll just take the time to invest in it. Right. Yeah. All right. So, Adam, what's something that you learned this week that you could share with our listeners? Uh, so sort of being a self-taught coder, um, I always am looking for resources for people to, to kind of teach themselves or to learn how to code. And a friend of mine turned me on to a website called the Odin Project, O-D-I-N Project, um, which is a totally free resource uh, that is used to kind of get you going in, in the web development world. And they're, they're using free resources like blog posts and things like that, all put together in a logical way so that you can kind of start from the very beginning and learn as much coding and as much uh, and many different languages as you want. Uh, and so that is sort of something that I've started to dive into. Um, and that's, I think it's a really great thing to, to share. Anytime something's free and it's good, I always want to tell people about it. So that's kind of, uh, that's my suggestion this time. Thank you for sharing that. I've never heard of that website. No, I hadn't either. It's cool. Yeah. Um, so my idea for this week, I, it's not like a new idea, but just something that I constantly forget about. It's the suggestion mode. And so just when you're in a Google Doc and you're editing student work, using that suggestion mode rather than, you know, correcting their work and letting them kind of see the errors that they're making and using your comments to help guide them. Lance, what's yours? So I put on here Prodigy Games. Uh, Prodigy Math's been around for a while, but I, I felt like this was a good place to talk about it. Uh, my daughter, when she was younger, uh, she and she still does, she loves RPGs. Uh, and this was a way that I could get her to practice uh, her math 
uh, because she got to play RPGs and things on there. It's a pretty neat little game. So for our listeners out there, I suggest you give it a try. Yeah, and the vendors are really great. I love working with Rob from Prodigy. He's amazing. Um, so thank you for listening to Get Inspired and Innovate this week. Adam, how can people connect with you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Adam Geisen. It's Adam, G-E-I-S-E-N. Um, you can go to Gameably. It's G-A-M-A-B-L-Y.com um, and sign up there. And then um, I email at Adam at Gameably.com will get me there too. All right. Again, thank you for listening. All the um, websites and information is on our website at GetInspiredAndInnovate.com. Thank you for tuning in.